0: Welcome to this edition of Head to Head. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 185 of the podcast. In this episode of the podcast, I want to talk about the state of the New England Patriots because they are on their bye week. And I want to talk about where I'm at with this team because after starting the season two and four, the New England Patriots have won seven games in a row. And during that stretch, the most points the team has given up in a game is 20. and that was against the Chargers. In their first six games, the Patriots scored 20 or more points only three times, and during the seven-game winning streak, they've scored over 20 in six of the seven wins, and during that winning streak, they have outscored opponents by a staggering 225-77. to That's a point differential of plus 148. I'm not just saying this as a fan of the Patriots, but they are the most interesting team in the National Football League right now they're the hottest team in the league and they've got a lot going for them I mean there's no other team dominating like the Patriots are right now they are looking like the old-time New England Patriots here in my estimation are the biggest reasons for this success first off let's get all the Mac Jones talk out of the way he's a big reason this team is where they are he's far and away the best rookie quarterback he's thrown 16 touchdowns and only eight interceptions and as a completion percentage of 70%. That number I don't really care for. What I'm impressed is he doesn't make the crucial mistakes that most rookies make, and whether that's all about the coaching and the talent around him, that's the reality of being a good rookie quarterback. It's not about him winning the games on his own. It's about not losing your team games, and at this point, he has not done that. He's going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year, and I think he deserves it. I will say how However, one year does not make an elite quarterback. There's been so much talk about how Mac Jones has already been hailed as a franchise quarterback, and I find that to be ludicrous, and I also don't think just because he's having an incredible rookie season does not mean he's automatically going to have a better career than the other rookie quarterbacks, such as Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, and Justin Fields. Remember, Robert Griffin III looked way better than Andrew Luck and Ryan and Tannehill. Then later on, they both had better careers. My point is maybe Mac Jones will be better than all of them. I just don't think that's definitive at this point. Here's my fair assessment of his season. By the standards of a rookie quarterback, he's been great. By the standards of a franchise quarterback, he's been above average, which is really good, but he's nowhere near elite. I think the biggest reason you can look at this team as legitimate contenders is because of their two best defensive players. Matthew Judon and J.C. Jackson are having two of the best defensive seasons in team history. Judon has 12 and a half sacks and makes his presence known in every single game. It makes zero sense that the Ravens let this guy go, and J.C. Jackson is second in the league with seven interceptions, and he needed to elevate his game without Stephon Gilmore. Both should be in the discussion for Defensive Player of the Year. Judon's play has been crucial. Last year, Chase Winovich, of all people who can barely get on the field this season, led the team with five and a half sacks last year. Matthew Junon already has 12 and a half sacks. He's been incredible. New offensive additions, Hunter Henry and Kendrick Bourne, have for me been better than expected. Bourne has already tied his career high with five touchdowns, and Hunter Henry has made it into the end zone seven times. These two players have become main targets for Mac Jones, and it's super important important that a rookie quarterback has reliable weapons, and I'd be remiss not to talk about Jacoby Myers. He leads the team with 59 catches and finally scored his first touchdown. He's the most reliable player on offense. One thing I've always loved about the Patriots is how they handle the running back position and how they do it by committee. They do not overrate the running backs, and when they do, it usually comes back to haunt them, like wasting a first-round draft pick on Sony Michel. Yeah, I know he was a Super Bowl hero, but he was not worth a first-round draft pick. They can go out and get guys like Legarrett Blount and win Super Bowls. They don't overpay the position, and just look at the free guys they have right now. They have Damian Harris, who we all know is the most talented of the running backs, but they don't rely on him to win games. They also have Ramondre Stevenson and Brandon Bolden, who has 32 catches on the season. Brandon Bolden has become a formidable force on the the Patriots, and nobody ever could have expected that. The Patriots know that the running back is just another guy. It doesn't have to be the main guy. And teams, when it is the main guy, it never works out. Saquon Barkley with the Giants, they're never going to win a Super Bowl paying him that kind of money. Ezekiel Elliott with the Cowboys, they're never going to win the Super Bowl relying that much on Ezekiel Elliott. And the Patriots have never had that problem, and it's the reason why they have so much success because they have a never-ending supply of adequate running backs. I mean, remember early on in the season when we all panicked and they lost James White? I mean, look at it. James White is a really good pass-catching back. He's one of the best pass catching backs in all of football, but the Patriots have never really relied on him to be more than that. He has never been their main option. They always had Rex Burkhead. They always had Sony Michelle. They always had an endless amount of options in that position, and that's what they have right now. Some games, they can rely on Damian Harris to be the guy. Others, they can rely on Brandon Bolden. They can rely on Ramondre Stevenson. I think what the Patriots understand is rarely ever the teams that have one elite running back win a super Super Bowl. Other teams just don't understand it. That Rams team that lost, they relied too heavily on Todd Gurley. You don't need just one running back option. And I think the Patriots understand that more than other football teams. And I think it's one of the biggest reasons for their factor of success. Look at those six Super Bowls. How many different running backs they had during that era. They know they'll always be another James White. They'll always be another Damian Harris. These are just guys. They're really good guys guys, fans get enamored by them, but the Patriots know that they're not all that valuable. A lot of the credit for this season has to and is going to Bill Belichick. Here's the stat that shows how dominant Bill has been as head coach of the New England Patriots. He's had 14 seasons with the team in which the Patriots have gone on at least a six-game winning streak. The only season since 2001 the Patriots did not win at least six in a row was last year. Bill and the Pats are better Back to their winning ways. While the season is going their way, not everything has been perfect. Here's a list of my biggest disappointments on this team. Number one has to be Jonu Smith, who was paid more than Hunter Henry. Smith has only one touchdown and 26 catches. I thought both tight ends could shine, but right now only Hunter Henry is playing up to his billing, and I'm not really surprised that the Tennessee Titans elected to move on from this player. I mean, he's had some really nice nice plays, but overall this season has been a wash for him. And the other big disappointment is wide receiver Nelson Aguilar, who has had some moments. He has free touchdowns and 32 catches, but you have to remember, he's the highest paid receiver in team history, and he has not played like he's worthy of that honor. I understand that with a rookie, you might not throw as many deep balls, but right now the guy feels like a decoy instead of being a real threat. I still think even with all the success the Patriots have had this season, they still need a true number one receiver. They might regret not going after Julio Jones. The crazy thing about Aguilar's contract is that they paid him higher and more than they did Julian Edelman. This is a team that let Wes Welker go to the Denver Broncos over $6 million a year, yet they are paying Nelson Aguilar two years and $22 million. Think about that. They let the guy who routinely caught 100 balls a year go to the Denver Broncos over $6 million, and now they're paying Nelson Aguilar double that? Something about that just doesn't sound right. It's not Julian Edelman, who's the highest paid Patriots wide receiver ever. It's Nelson Aguilar? Think about that. It's also odd to think about it because the Patriots are the team that rely the most on these slot receivers. They value them more than anyone, yet they are paying the this guy who is known for catching those deep balls at a ridiculous amount of money when they don't really rely on the deep ball ever, it's kind of an insane contract. If you really look into it, it doesn't make any sense. Some of these contracts really feel like Bill and the Patriots were just caught up in the moment of trying to win the offseason. Some of these moves have really worked out. Kendrick Bourne has really worked out. Hunter Henry has really worked out. Matthew Judon, like I said, is probably the defensive player of the year, but some of these felt like like bonus contracts. What's crazy about Jonu Smith is they signed him before they signed Hunter Henry. So Hunter Henry was probably signed up because they were like, we have to win this offseason. Nelson Aguilar feels like a forced contract. Let's just get this guy because we really don't know what we have at the wide receiver position. I just think in a year or two, you're really going to regret giving Jonu Smith and Nelson Aguilar that kind of money. Now let's talk about expectations moving forward for this team. I believe this team will win the division over the Buffalo Bills. And I could definitely see them winning a playoff game or two. But predicting them to go to the Super Bowl, winning it, or even making an appearance would be too drastic. In the history of the NFL, no rookie quarterback has gotten to the Super Bowl, let alone won it. And I get what Pats fans will say. They did it with Brady in his second year and they beat the Rams. This isn't 2001. My biggest concern for this team moving forward is i don't know if they can win a high scoring game that goes back and forth it's bound to happen at some point is mac jones going to be able to put up points against patrick mahomes against lamar jackson just look at the pat 7 game win streak i mean mac jones has not really had to go up against a quarterback who is playing really well against the patriots i mean baker mayfield was really bad against the patriots justin herbert did not look the same against the patriots I mean, yeah, we can look at the Bills game and say, well, Mac Jones only threw the ball three times, but Josh Allen did not play like the usual Josh Allen on Monday Night Football. Matt Ryan and Ryan Tannehill played really poorly against the New England Patriots. So yes, I guess if you're going to say the defense is just going to continue to play at an elite level, but I find it really hard to believe that there won't be one really good quarterback who has a massive game against the New England Patriots. I mean, the last one to do it was Dak Prescott and the Cowboys walked away with a victory. My fear is that that happens again in the playoffs. And no one's really talking about this anymore because they're winning a lot, but the Patriots are not very good at converting touchdowns in the red zone. The Patriots rank 26 in red zone scoring with 54%. That's almost half the time they walk away with a field goal at best. At home, they score a touchdown 66% of the time in the red zone. On the road, they are an abysmal 33%. Home field is important to this team. Yes, their defense travels, but their red zone offense does not and in the postseason you cannot settle for field goals it's not a winning formula if you are settling for field goals against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs you are going to walk away with a loss if you settle for field goals against Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens you are going to get bounced from the playoffs and again my biggest reason why they're not going to win a Super Bowl is they do have a rookie quarterback it just does not happen and I know Bill Belichick is the best head coach of all time But if they had a veteran quarterback, like if Jimmy Garoppolo were the quarterback of the New England Patriots and they had this record, I have more of a faith in them in winning a Super Bowl and getting to a Super Bowl. And that has nothing to do with Mac Jones and how I feel about him as a quarterback. It has to do with the fact that he's never been in those moments before. When Brady is in the fourth quarter in a postseason game, you know he is going to get the job done because you've seen him do it time and time again. You have never seen Mac Jones have a tough playoff game. You've never seen him in a big moment. But why I do think he can get to the AFC Championship game because I've seen quarterbacks like him get there before. In 2008, Joe Flacco brought the Ravens to the AFC title game as a rookie quarterback against the Pittsburgh Steelers. That is the type of quarterback that Mac Jones is for this team. He does not make mistakes. He is an accurate passer, and he doesn't lose you football games. Here's another example. Example, in 2009, the Jets made the AFC title game with a rookie Mark Sanchez. That is another relatable season to what's happening with Mac Jones. This is a Patriots team that relies heavily on the defensive side of the ball. Guess what? That Jets team relied heavily on the defensive side of the ball. This is not a diss towards Mac Jones. I know everyone will take it that way. Oh, you're saying that he's Joe Flacco. Oh, you're saying that he's Mark Sanchez. He might end up being better than those guys, but at this point, he's having seasons similar to the ones they had, and they made it to the title game. Let me put it to you this way. As long as the Patriots do not have to rely on Matt Jones to win football games, then sky is the limit. I think the minute that they need him to win them a big game, that's when things can get a little dicey. And that's not to say anything bad about him as a player. That's just how I feel about rookie quarterbacks. You cannot rely on them to win the big game. What they give you is a bonus. I think what Mac Jones is giving you is a bonus. He's having a really good rookie season, but he cannot carry you to a Super Bowl, and thus far, they are not asking him to do that, and they are having success, but if in the future, they need him to have a 400-yard passing game to win a postseason game, they will walk away with a loss, because I don't think he's capable of that, and I don't think it's crazy to say that. When you look at this season thus far, don't you have to look back and wonder, if Cam Noon had not gotten COVID, would he have been the starter of this team and where would they be if he is the starter because Cam Noon is not a very good quarterback I'm sorry to him and what's happening with Carolina he is not good giving him 10 million dollars is insane I mean the Patriots cut him and he was only making 2 million I mean Bill Belichick is getting a lot of credit and rightfully so for winning with this quarterback but he might have not chosen this quarterback if it weren't for the Cam Noon circumstances and I also really wonder how does Bill Belichick actually feel about Mac Jones? How does he feel about the quarterback position? Because he seems like the type of guy from the outside looking in that wants to be known as the reason that his team is winning. He didn't want to pay Tom Brady because it feels like he was kind of sick and tired of the quarterback getting all the credit for their victories. I think he liked the season where Matt Castle won 11 games. I think he liked the idea of Jimmy Garoppolo coming in and being a good quarterback, not a great quarterback. It feels like Matt Jones is the perfect quarterback for Bill Belichick. The problem is, it seems like a lot of people want to give Mac Jones the majority of the credit for the Patriots winning season. And that has to irk Bill. I don't think Bill's problem was ever with Brady. It's the idea of the modern quarterback being the everything. I think it annoys him to no end that the quarterback gets credit for everything, no matter how much impact they actually had on a football game. I mean, think about this. Mac Jones had free passes in that Buffalo victory, and there are people out there saying he did a good job of handing the ball off to the running backs. When do we give credit for quarterbacks handing the ball off? It's gotten to an insane level of how much credit we're going to give him, and I like Mac Jones as a player. He's a good quarterback, but the quarterback position in the NFL is overblown. I was watching a TV show the other day where they were talking about it down the line, potentially Paying Mac Jones $65 million a year. Think about that. Mac Jones, $65 million. He's in his first year. He's a decent quarterback. Nothing more, nothing less. I want to end on this because I think it's important to say this. The Patriots' season is not a failure if they don't win a Super Bowl or even if they don't win a postseason game. I don't think that should be their main goal moving forward. I think their main goal moving forward is to turn Mac Jones into a top 10 quarterback in the league. That's what I think is important because if he becomes that, they can have sustained success and that's what they are thriving for. That's what makes the Patriots the Patriots is year in and year out. They win a lot of games. If the Patriots end up in the Super Bowl and lose and then next year they're 7-9, and nine, I don't think that really means anything. But if they are building something that is going to remain dominant like it's been in the past, then I think that's special. Getting that next franchise quarterback after your all-time great leaves you, that's what's unique. I mean, think about that history. Joe Montana leaves, they have Steve Young. Brett Favre leaves, they have Aaron Rodgers. Peyton Manning retires, they get Andrew Luck. Like, that's what I think the Patriots should go for. Yeah, Matt Jones isn't a number one overall pick, but if they can turn that guy into a top ten quarterback and they can actually have a guy who they can say, oh, this is a Pro Bowl guy. I think that's special. If year in and year out, you can say you can compete to win the division like you did in the past, that's what I want for the Patriots moving forward. And I also think you know who should be the next head coach of the New England Patriots? Josh McDaniels. Clearly, he knows how to get the best out of Mac Jones. He deserves a lot of the credit for what Mac Jones is doing with the New England Patriots. When Bill Belichick retires... I want the guy to be Josh McDaniels. I don't want it to be some outside guy. I don't want it to be one of Bill Belichick's sons. I don't want it to be Gerard Mayo. I don't even want it to be Mike Vrabel. I want the next head coach of the New England Patriots to be Josh McDaniels because I think if he's the head coach, Mac Jones will have the best amount of success possible, and that's what you should want for your young quarterback moving forward. Get the best out of him, and I think Josh McDaniels knows how to do that. It's been a fun six weeks for the Patriots. I mean, they went from being like a team that was irrelevant, that no one was talking about, to being the most talked about team in all of football. Hopefully, they end it on a good note. Thanks for listening to this edition of Head to Head. I'm Cam McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday at Apple Podcasts and Spotify, so please rate, review, and subscribe.